See, it's a whole thing. It's a whole production here. We're in this. We're getting out. We're working out our kinks. But to God be glory, because listen, I need a favor. I need a favor. I need a favor. Please like and share this video, not just on Facebook. Um, I'm also on YouTube. I'm live on YouTube, and we're trying. Um, um, we're trying to grow our YouTube channel. That's my goal this year. I said we had. I had to get one goal, Miss uh, Miss Eleanor, and that was to um, grow my YouTube channel this year. Because. Um, yeah, because I'm like, if I'm going to do something, I might as well just, because, you know, the rest of it is just like, eh. <laughs> I mean, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, but um, also, I, I'm so excited. Uh, the, the gentleman you heard just, just came in, that's um, our producer, Mr. Doug from BDS Radio, um, Network um, Network Radio, Internet Radio, and so I'm excited to be on this program. But most importantly, I am, again, excited about my guest, <laughs> Miss Eleanor Ward, a bigger fish to fry. What do we? What's it, what did we meet a year or so ago? I you think know? so. It's been about a year, and we've kept in touch. And how good I've had you on my little spot. I ain't been time like her yet, y'all. That's gonna be my goal next year. <laughs> I, I ain't got producers and stuff. I'm still, I'm still the one talking. About, Hold on, Instagram trying to cut me off. So I, I ain't tell you, but I'm, I'm gonna get there because I'm taking in all these notes right now that she's giving. But yes, they're here. Uh, yeah. And, oh, and see, here's the thing, and here's the thing, and I'm and, and we're going to give you an opportunity because we want everybody to know who you are. She and I met um, uh, because we were on another person's program, um, Risa, Risa, um, and we were both on there, and we just, you know, I listened to her story, and I just sitting, I was just like, wow, wow, she's amazing. I got to get her on my program. I didn't have my life together. And then you're on by because I wasn't no better. So I was like, I'm gonna get to her. And, uh, and when I got to her, I, I'm gonna tell you that that show got uh, so many compliments. A lot of people just really, really loved it. Um, to God be blessed. And, and she and what it was, her story. I mean, and what I try to do is compliment. Um, we and um, she and she compliments. I mean, whenever I'm talking, because I don't know every aspect of grief, and I'm not going to know every aspect of grief. So my, my desire, my hope is that we bring on um, that the people we bring on. Agree. Can you can you hear me? Because I felt freezing up. I can hear you. You're freezing up. Am I? Are we there? Am I good? I can hear you. Well, you're not talking. Are you talking now? Can you hear me? You see me? Uh, you see I see me now. You're not moving. You're frozen. Why am I, I froze? Okay. So what I'm gonna do? No, am I still frozen? Am I frozen? Can you hear well, you're me? Not, you're not frozen now. Can you see me? Can you hear me? I can see you. I can hear you. You should be okay now. Okay, yeah, cool. You're normal now. You're normal. Um. See, I'm see, I'm back in my 
in my shed, in my in the shed is out in my, you know, in my backyard. This is my my home office. And um, I'm about to get an extender. But anywho, this is um this is Miss Eleanor Ward. And if it gets too bleep, if it if it does it again, I'm just gonna walk in the house. So, but while we're here, Miss Eleanor, can you please tell the folk? Uh, thank you, Miss um, Miss Sheila. Um, can you just tell everybody who you are and what makes you so amazing? I mean, I know, but <laughs> 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 you know, can you tell everybody why you're uh, the most amazing person ever? Well, thank you, ma'am. And and you know, I think you're right up there. We we most amazing people together. Um, I am a certified life strategies coach. And I had been in business probably two or three years and wasn't squat all lot happening because I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, I guess. And finally, I kind of said, well, Lord, I'm about to shut it down. This ain't making me no money. I'm about to want no life coaching. And, and I was seeing all these people who were making $50 million a month. And finally, you know, the message I got from, from the Lord was you, that's because you, you needed to help people with your with grief. And I'm like, what? And I wasn't feeling that message. So I was still bucking and fighting. And then I buckled down and I kind of really didn't do anything for close to two years. And I just really started developing a program about managing your grief. And I used what I learned as a life strategies coach. And I said, why can't I make strategies for grief? I'm kind of a smart girl. So I flipped the script and I started making strategies to help you with your grief and how to manage it. And so that's what I do. And then um, I started, uh, what do you call it? I said, well, I'm going to try to tackle some of these worlds I haven't done. And I started doing reels, a little bit of TikTok, shocked myself. Uh, I actually went viral. Um, but my main goal was to just start getting messages about grief. It wasn't even about bringing in money. It really was. Let's start getting some messages out here about grief and, and not the poor, pitiful version that most grief counselors put out here, not the poor, pitiful version that um, you read in these books, because none of that helps people. They usually say just as miserable. So that's what uh, when I did a flip, I told everybody, you know, hey, I'm Gary Flip, Bigger Fish to Fry, it's a Bigger Fish to Fry coaching. If you guys hang with me, rock with me, I appreciate it. And most of the people stayed and then I started a small following. And so that's that's what I do. I, I'm here to help you understand how to manage your grief because what I do helps you with other things. Like if you wanted to, you know, have your grief and understand the things that Troya teaches, my management comes in comes in connection with that. So whatever I'm doing can automatically flow with what someone else is doing. And so that's pretty much what I'm here to do. I consider myself a grief specialist, a grief consultant. I am actually in school to become a licensed counselor. I got a year on the books and I'm counting down this last year till I get licensed. Um, but grief is still going to be the focus of what I do when I get licensed. So that's what I do, y'all. And she is, and she, like I said, she, she's amazing. She's out there in Texas. She, she hails from Texas. So tell everybody what in her name for a company. And, and if you want to talk to her, if you have any questions, she, I wish you would have said yeah. that. I just had to correct what I, cause I, I had another letter on that B 
Und in der Snap. Ja, ja, But what does that mean? Um, I know what it means, but let everybody else know. What does it mean, bigger fish to fry? You know, when everything first happened, um, everybody wanted me to do everything but grief. You'll get another husband. You're, uh, you can have another baby, even though my tubes was tied, so people talking about side and neck. Um, wait, 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 did you back up? Did you tell? Did you explain how you? I'm, let me before we do bigger fish to fry. Can we tell tell them your backstory? Oh, did okay. You tell, so you if, if you don't know what my grief story is, is I lost my husband of twenty years and my fourteen year old son in a car accident, and me and my who was eleven at the time, he's twenty six now. Uh, me and my eleven year old son were in the car. We were all together, and we were actually traveling out of state by car because we were going to be moving. Well, and so unfortunately, major car accident happened halfway through the trip and they were killed. And so once that happened, um, a whole lot of funny things traveled. So my journey has been over 15 years of getting here now in the last two to three years. But my journey, I was sued by my in-laws for wrongful death. They did get the book bulk of the insurance money. So I'm out here working for the man. I ain't got no insurance money, y'all. And uh, <laughs> people think I'm rich because my husband was a firefighter. So they assumed I got a pension. What people didn't know was my husband had quit his job uh, about a year before we had uh, uh, some years before. And because when he came back, they made him start over. He lost his status. And so he got no pension. They made no no way of trying to help me at all. Um, so people thought I had just insurance and monies and all this crazy stuff coming in. And I literally came out of that whole situation with about $20,000. If you guys knew the amount of money my husband left me, you'd be sick. Um, but that was about it. $20,000 don't go very far. And so, um, I had, I was in a lawsuit for five years with my in-laws, uh, cause they wanted everything but the blood in my veins. And, uh, then I had, I hadn't grieved. I hadn't grieved. I was just getting up every day trying to work. I did. I, I, let me take it back because I want to give grief a little credit. I had my stints. So I go teach a college class. I had five hour classes every day. I take my break. I go in the bathroom. Woo! <laughs> 15 minutes. Okay. Now, mind you, I didn't wear makeup. I splash the water. Uh, and I go back in that room and I finish teaching. Five hours straight is a long time to teach class. But I did that for over a decade. That was my version of grief. My poor kid, <laughs> he was not doing well. And I was so lost in trying to keep him protected. I didn't see he needed his mom. So that's a little bit of my backstory. It's enough to write a book. It gets crazier over the time period. But hopefully that helps everybody understand that I understand grief that gets lost in the sauce. <laughs> yes. And when I heard her story, I um hey Zakia, how you doing, hun? Um, um, listen, when I told her when she when I listened to, I mean, I tell you we were like I said, we were on the first pod, we were on the podcast together. And when I heard her story, I just sat like this <laughs> with my mouth wide open. I was just and I was like, get it together, Troya. Because um, because not only was it that one, I think was on um Roku, that show was Roku, on the Roku, Roku. channel. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, Troya, get your mind, get your mind together because <laughs> <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I saw your face and I said, 
oh, this lady don't like me. Oh, this is gonna be a hard show. No, <laughs> it wasn't. It's not that I didn't like her. I was just like, I was just like, oh my god, I don't know about. I, I mean, my grief and my grief is is, is it was. I was like, mine is so not like yours. It wasn't the loss of a child. It wasn't loss of a husband. Oh, and I just after I was like, what am I sitting here talking to? Hey, Mister. Hey, Elder Woodall. I said, why am I sitting here? This woman got a whole show by herself. I was Girl, like, and, the and all I'm going, I loved about your story. It was so relevant because I lost my best friend in the middle of everything that happened. But well, she was a who cares about her? But you lost somebody that was rocking with you in ways that she never did. So I was just like, I was so touched. I'm like to have a friendship like that. So there's somebody out there that is is on that ledge. Like I don't have my friend no more. It really is somebody out there. And it was so funny. Within a few weeks, I started meeting people that had lost their best friends. And I was like, wow. Oh my god, y'all gonna make me ride? Just did a show. <laughs> but as far as they're concerned. <laughs> Um, right, and that's, that's, and that's the thing that we had. Right, when you were talking, and I said, like, oh, "We all, we all have something to contribute, right, into okay. this in this world that we're walking." And which is why I'm so, I'm so honored and blessed for this platform. Be, and feel, and there's a there's a number that's scrolling down. If you want to call in, we're, we're going to get into some more stuff which she does and all these other things. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm 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 so grateful for this platform because I can bring people on like yourself who have gone through stuff that I have not. But it's going. I know it's going to resonate with somebody who's listening, right? Yeah. So to say, um, to say I've never, I didn't lose a child, but I did. My baby brother passed away. Um, mm -hmm. That that resonates with other people. But the, you said, I mean, you oh, had yeah. like you, you and, and it's not only that you had to actually heal through your own um, your own injuries and everything else yeah. after the car I, accident. Uh, I'll give a quick tip on the injuries. Um, and 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 we we black. I love it. That's what saved my life. I was a black girl, y'all. Uh, but basically, I, I went through the windshield. I was pretty much dead. And oh um, when they got me to the hospital, uh, they told me what saved my life was my cornrows. My hair was braided in straight back cornrows with <laughs> additional hair in because I was traveling. And my mother, right. always, when you travel by car, you travel, you know, it honestly, she told us either travel with rollers or you travel with your hair braided up. So um, as they were pulling the shards of the glass out of my head, he said, you, I, uh, to this day, I've never revealed this before today. I have memory issues because uh, I did get to some of the long-term and short-term memory parts. But he said, if the braids weren't there, it would have pressed into my brain and killed me. And so my braids literally saved my life. And they literally were picking them out of the top of the braids. Now there was blood and little bits of stuff coming up. But he said, it's, it's going to be okay. And uh, all I remember is falling asleep. They got as much out as they could. And then he said, um, just go somewhere. And my beautician <clears throat> came to my house and she slowly took the remainder out because there was nothing, no tools or anything they could do. And he, he said a hairdresser would be better to do it. So that's what's typically say really honestly save my life and um so don't don't sleep on us in our hair y'all <laughs> yeah. and i'm sitting here just like <laughs> and and i want to point this out because i'm gonna take my glasses off this uh, uh i'm in a backwards mirror so i might be on the wrong side of my face y'all but you might be able to see but from here to here my face was open to the white meat 
And I'm going to tell you what I did. So for those of you that wonder about God being in things, it was the day of the memorial. And I remember I had been walking around. It was brown and pulsating and, and there was white meat hanging out my face. And I was just like, I remember going to the mirror. This was the night before. And I said, Lord, I'm not vain. I never have been. Because my mother just drilled that into us. And I said, I'm not asking for me. Can you please somehow make me look decent for tomorrow? When I got up, y'all, the next morning, I was itching everywhere. And I was like, I don't want to dig in my face because my white meat was hanging out because we were trying to figure out how we were going to cover it. And I couldn't stop. I said, I don't care. I just started doing like this in the sink. And then it just stopped. And I opened my eyes. My face was closed. And about 50 pieces of skin were laying in the sink. And that's my face. Wow. And there are people that saw my face like that open. So I'm not telling a lie. So I was just like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> that that woke me up. <laughs> And I'm saying, it's like this. I'm just like, yeah. I told you, I listen. She's, I mean, God, God I mean, she's a, this one's a beast. Um, Pastor Webb said, yes. Um, she need, she needed this. Um, she lost two brothers and a mother-in-law within three months while she was going through cancer. Oh wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. So with that, with that intro, I mean, we were talking about yes. I mean, and yes, somebody said nothing but the blood. Yes, because it was. I mean, because I'm just seeing like. And, we, and and again, she and I, we we just we know, like I said, we met on. We, we met know, we know, still, you know. <laughs> right, but but you know, I'll be quiet. Real quickly but about listen, where that comes from. Right, and right. So so that's it. Um, yeah, she is she is a walking miracle, literally. Yeah. Um. Sure. Um. So so how did this whole concept of of bigger fish to fry? Because clearly, you had bigger fish to fry. Really. I really did. And the <laughs> fish that I had to fry was my kid. I didn't know what I was doing. I was a single mother. And boy, I learned some humility, humble, humbility. I'm making a word. Whatever you want to add to humble, because I just thought I knew everything being a married woman and you get in your own messes if you have a kid, you know, without a maid. And I boy, that boy, whoo, the Lord don't play with you. So he became the biggest fish I had to fry. And I remember people were telling me everything. Like I said, you're going to get married again. You'll have another kid. Or, uh, just get with a guy with some more kids and be a stepmom. The ridiculous levels of advice that I got, they were absolutely awful. And uh, it was, it happened, it happened one night at work. A lady came up to me and I, she said, I don't like the way you move. And I said, well, I don't like the way you don't do anything. And uh, we had a guy that fell out at work. And uh, this is when I was working at drug treatment. And so I go out and do CPR the whole night. I'm not a nurse. I'm a medical assistant. And so, you know, she felt like I had overstepped my boundaries. I said, I don't care what I did. He's alive. He headed out to the hospital. She walks up to me in a thick African accent. So please don't nobody take offense. She's like, I don't like you. I have bigger fish to fry than you. I can't report you because of what you did. I said, but I can report you because of what you didn't do. And so my girlfriend called uh, me that morning because I used to work overnight. She said, girl, you better use that. That is so you. And I said, what? And at first I wasn't doing it. And if I said, you know what? I just It just came to me. I said, you're right. I got bigger fish to fry. And so after that, it became bigger fish to fry coaching. And I let everybody know. Remember, if you, and the people that know my slogan know it, you got bigger fish to fry, baby. You do. You got so many other things to do in life besides be depressed, be down, and not be able to handle your grief. 
Right. And that and when she's that always something, I said, okay. And then and then look, and then y'all, she does because somebody said somebody told me that the other I think I told you. Somebody said, Troy, you you so silly, naturally, organically. You did you need to do TikTok. I said, I don't got time for that. I don't. I really don't. I'm not but now I'm good on Instagram, but I do awful on TikTok. I don't know what it is. But this one right here, some of her reels, I just fall out. Cause that were you I think you did the one and I said now I may do one to that one. It said, um, I'm gonna drink my water and mind my business. Is that one yours? I'm drinking my water and I was like, I did, I did that one a while back. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I was like, Cause I was like, and, and she did, and she and, and again, um, when you think about because I know people and 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 the one thing I think that that why you and I click, oh if you again, if you have any questions you want to ask of her. 888-627-6008 or 323-744-7831. Um, they'll, um, they'll, they, you can call and they'll get you and, um, and we'll get you on. So you can, you can ask her a question, be a question, make a comment, whatever you want to do. Um, feel free to do so. Um, and I think that's, that's, that's what made me like say, okay, she's my kind of people because, um, we laughed. We, I mean, yeah. I didn't know, we didn't know each other from Adam, but it was funny. It was, it was, and so people, and people expect um, us um, that are grieving that that's where we should stay. No. And that's not it. Right. So, cause and how, how did you go from mourning to, 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 uh, you know, laughing and, and cause I'm telling you, she's, if you watch, I mean, she, uh, a follower is, she, uh, is bigger than fish to fry on Instagram. Follow her and look at some of her 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 um her her reels. They're hilarious to me. And I'm like, and maybe because I know you, because I'm like, she is just silly. But that's my grief for the day. Ah! <laughs> what took me out of that, girl? I was just I was gaining weight rapidly, like. Mm-hmm. It, I, I could just turn around and five pounds was like on my back to my what's up and it was just and I got I'm the to this now I am the biggest I've ever been and when the diabetes diagnosis <laughs> in and the high blood pressure and I became a cliche and I was just like oh this this is not working and the bed was my friend I was like girl you know I'm gonna see you in a little bit and we gonna lay down we just we gonna watch Netflix and and that's all I want to do. And I could not get out of bed. We're talking over over a decade. So I said, what is, I had went to counseling so everybody can understand. I wasn't out here just wilding out, grief wilding out. I had went to counseling. I went to multiple counselors. I had sent my son to every counselor in the sun. I had sent him to grief camps like I was from psycho. I was, I was, I was griefing and what none of it working because none of it was true to what grief is. And I just finally got up and I said, if you don't move, you're going to die. And I'm not kidding when I say that. And mm-hmm. I said, you, I'm, you know, even now I'm slowly working to get off of all the meds. I'm slowly working to get everything out of my body, get the weight off. But it's been a couple of years and I just said, I don't want to die like this. I just didn't. And so I got up and I said, I deserve joy. I deserve to smile. And my kid deserves to see his mom happy. And when I changed the trajectory of my own thoughts, I changed the narrative. It changed me and my son's whole relationship. We were fighting and going at it. And, and then all of a sudden, everything started changing. We can now talk about his dad. We can now talk about his brother. 
he seemed more open to things. His anger was dissipating. And it was like it was like two new people. And so you got to realize in your grief, we don't share our grief. And so that's what me and my son weren't doing. We weren't sharing our grief. And once we started mm-hmm. doing that, we both started healing. So for y'all out there trying to be strong and trying to hold on, you know, <laughs> so go on and share your grief. Talk to somebody. And counselors are not always it. I had went to grief groups too. And all I was doing was going home, carrying somebody's, you know, other car accident, somebody stabbing, somebody's boyfriend killing. I was, that's all. I was like, oh, no, that's not going to work. So I'm going to tell you now, be careful. I'm not saying group don't work, but be careful with it. Or who or, or be careful of the facilitator, right? Because the facilitator, and, and because the facilitator needs to be able to, like, mm. Yeah, and that's it was very much a I'm gonna pass the Dutchie point on the left hand side of tissues because she wanted you crying and she wanted you to to uh, you go. She wanted you to feel all that. And so then the whole room be crying. And and you know, prayer doesn't cover foolishness. I'm sorry, but it doesn't. And so you go home and you are so deep in honestly other people's grief that you think it's yours, and you right back where you started. Right. And yes, we can, but did you say pass the dutchie on the left hand side? That's right. Did you, did you really <laughs> just say I used to love that song? Pass the dutchie on the left hand side. <laughs> Listen, I'm an 80s baby. I got yeah, I didn't miss it. I said she slid that right in there. She, she ain't gonna go past that. Um, uh, Miss Hill, you are so very welcome. You are so very welcome. Um, listen, I believe um, that we have um, to, to be in this space. And, and, and yes, ma'am, you deserve love, happiness, and joy. Mm-hmm. Um, God does not desire, and if I take it from a spiritual perspective, He does not desire for us to be um, uh, sad all the time. Yes, we have to go through some things in life to make us to, to push us to where we're supposed to be. But I don't believe that, I, and 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 I, I and I just tell people all the time: if I have to be a stuffy Christian, I, there's no sense in me being one because I'm silly by nature. And um, and if we're um, and, and he wants us to live an authentic, an authentic life and whatever that looks like for you. Um, and the thing is, the thing is, the thing is about grief. As I'm in my, since I'm in school now for thanatology, um, thanatology, um, the study of death, dying, and um, and and grief. Um, and yeah, honey, yeah, and I start my way start y'all. again on I guess I'm a little lazy with mine, uh, <laughs> but 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 again, like you, if I'm going to be in it, I'm going to be in it. I don't want to, I don't want to half step. I want to make sure that, um, um, if somebody has a question, I'm able to answer the question and not what I think, but what I've learned and what the, the theories are. Um, because so many, so so often, and, and I see it, and we see it on social media. So many with 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 um, uh, COVID. I mean, it's pushed people to start talking about grief more, but they stop just about just about posting about it and not offering solutions or resolutions or practical tools that people can begin to use. And something as simple as like um, like um, 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 Eleanor was saying. I went to a therapist. It's okay, and we need, and, and and I think we're getting better. It's not such a taboo in 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 our community anymore. But um, 
listen, I, I, I was, I was, I was July of, no, it was July, August of 2019. I was a wreck. I was mad. I was angry. I was like, God, I'm done with you. You play too much. There's nothing. I did nothing. I need to have a conversation with you about. But to your point, I went straight to a therapist, lovely lady, and she helped me to 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 first sit up in bed because I wasn't trying to get out the bed. I had to sit up and say, "Okay, what are we gonna do today? What are we gonna do different?" Mm-hmm. Then um, put my foot on the floor, like, "Okay." Um, am I getting out the bed today? Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's a process, and understand that it is a process. Is and like you, I, I don't, I don't, I don't put. Well, I've, I've never been, I've never been a, a svelte lady. I've always been thick. So, <laughs> but <laughs> even in that, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, I used to be so skinny. They called me olive oil. So when I got big, I was like, um, hello, is somebody going to answer the phone? I don't know what to do. But uh, girl, you know, um, when I, even when I was in the military, the military said, mm, what, you're what, too curvy. What you too doing, curvy girl? For us. But, I was like, well, I am what I am. I said, well, now my my um my uh body mat, my BMI was like low. They're like, that just makes sense. I said it does because I'm a thick girl. Yeah, I'm black, and now some <laughs> I'm black, a black woman pretending <laughs> we just fat. There's there's difference. So hate to hurt somebody's feelings, but some folks I was like, let's just let's just take it. The when I got that, look, and, and, I, and I'm going off where I'm going off way off because I was in Fort Hood, Texas. When uh, when I was over in Saudi Arabia, and I'm way off. We get I'm ready to go back. They said um they said I was overweight. And then when I got down to the weight that I was supposed to be, well, I was overweight, but not by BMI. So I was able to always do my tape test. But when I went over, when I was over in the first Persian Gulf War, I got down to my weight that I was supposed to be in the military. And my sergeant said, um, you need to eat. I was like, wait a minute now. Cause I look like I did. I look like I looked like I was a bobblehead. It was it was the weirdest looking thing. My, I had this whole, this whole big head on this little bitty body. I was like, this is not going to work for me. So after that, they left me alone. Long as I passed my tape test, <laughs> I was good to go. But um, um, yes, back to that, back to that, because I think when we're in, and again, if you, if you have any questions, this is only a fifty-five minute um, long show. Um, but if you have any questions, you see the phone number. But um, someone just put in here. They uh, can you speak to that? Um, I deserve love. I deserve after all of the losses and. Um, um, and the trauma that we go through, how can we begin to then say, you know what, I'm deserving of not um, hurting anymore. And and when is it okay to stop um, punishing yourself and 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 saying I have to wear the um, the cloak, the black cloak of grief all the time, even if it's not if it's a figurative one. First of all, and I'm saying this with with all love in my heart because. This chick is my hero. I, I don't care that she's white. I think she's banging. Uh, Scarlett O'Hara. This, it ain't 1852. Take out that ugly black dress and put on the red bone and start to dance. The person you have to love first is you. And you can want love and to make up for all the loss in the world, but until you love you, you're not going to attract anything but more losses. It may not be death, but it's definitely going to be a fool. It's definitely going to be an idiot. You're not going to attract the right love that you're seeking and honestly at this point I don't know that you're seeking love from someone else you're seeking 
love and affection from yourself. And when I learned to give that to myself, a whole lot of stuff started changing. I lost friends. I don't even have a church no more. They hate me. I'm like, ah. But when I did not allow them to run over my face, and I and the reason they could do that was because my grief was present all the time. Even if they didn't know it, it was present on me. I was in that ugly black dress from 1852. But I put on my red bloomers and I started dancing. I really did. Put on your red bloomers, baby girl. Start dancing and love your life. Because once you start loving your life, you're not going to allow anything to keep you from enjoying it. You don't have to wait to travel with somebody. There are travel groups. Go in singles travels with not because you're single, but because, of course, you want to be safe. There are tons of ways out here to go ahead and enjoy the life that you want. And I'm going to tell you, when people start seeing that, the white people, they get infected and they're like, I want to know this person. I want to holler at this person. And then you start connecting, just like me and Troy have connected. And I know it's a connection that'll keep going. And we don't need our shows because we don't have enough sense to stay in the hour. We're going to struggle through this hour because we struggle through my show. But it's okay. We'll do another show at another time. But I, I truly want you to put on, I know you think it sounds silly. They're not literal, but put on the red bloomers under that black dress and dance your behind off and enjoy your life. You, you got a right. Exactly. You enjoy you first, because until you come to enjoy you and love you, it, it's not going to matter. It, it's really not. You're going to feel all the guilt in the world. There's no guilt. You have I get you have survivor's remorse. That is really real. But why? You didn't do anything wrong. Live your life because it's, it's right before you know it. Exactly, because we our time is done. Yeah, we don't. We're not. We don't. We're not guaranteed. We're, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed. Listen, I can walk and 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 don't have no. Don't. I'm. I'm not because I'm here. Because I got to be here. I said Jesus at least another twenty years. Yeah. My, my youngest grandchild. My young. My my the one I'm raising is he's only four. So um so he got to go to college and and I got to make sure everybody before I said Lord so I got to be here for a, lo- a little while longer. Um, That's what I said. I was like I got to get the grandbaby. That means I got to get the right see. girlfriend. Get get the other girlfriend. <laughs> my son. So I, I feel you, but you once you accept what? it's not. I carry guilt for a lot of years because I'm gonna tell you why. And this is the first because I don't I don't tell this part of the story because it's not the prettiest part of the story. My husband and I were driving to Las Vegas because I had got a job at the community college there because I was leaving his behind after 20 years and he was cheating like a beaten. Okay. And he refused to let me just leave. I'm like, Negro, please let me go. If he had just let me go, like I wanted, I was going to go to Vegas by myself, get my little house by myself, let my kids finish out their school year. Let him think about what he had did, which was put his pickle all over town in other people's jars and let me have some time. I think my husband knew how serious I was when I found out he was pickle jarring all over the place and he just couldn't fathom. You ever meet somebody that just won't let you have that time because they feel like they stay in your face, you're going you're gonna to be with them. And so that's really what it was. I was leaving. I was in the process of, sep- I won't say leaving. I was separating from my husband. And see, I'm the type of person, I separate, I'm separate long and hard. So I wanted to leave him all the way in Missouri and go back to Las Vegas because we used to visit there a lot. So we had kind of really like it. And my husband changed the trajectory of everything. So he changed our lives. He wanted to drive out there with me. He wanted the kids to be with me. But when I look back, I realized he was trying to force me into this family setting that I needed to be away from for a minute. But what it came down to was this. 
the guilt I carried was. And his mother said it to me because my mother-in-law is just, she's so amazing. No, she's not, y'all. And my mother-in-law's words, and Troya has heard some of my mother-in-law's words. Uh, this is one of her famous quotes, and she says, well, I dealt with it. If you hadn't been leaving, they wouldn't be dead. So that guilt, just it just crawled into my head and stayed there because I felt like, who was I to leave? I should have stayed and dealt with the drama and the, and the women, and the, she stayed. And I also remember my husband telling me she cried every night at the dinner table. Who wants that? But long story short, let me get back on track. That was the guilt I carried that if I had not decided to separate from my husband, get a job all the way across the country, that he would, and him and my son would still be alive. And so you can't carry that guilt. It took me a long time to let go of that guilt. But he shouldn't have been putting his pickles in jars. That's all I can say. Because I can't carry it no more. My baby had nothing to do with it. So I feel like he was a casualty of, of the war. But, you know, my oven was closed up. So what was you doing? So at the end of the day, you got <laughs> to let it go. And I want you to let the guilt go. I want you to, to breathe. I do breath work and stuff like that. I really want you to breathe and let, let that guilt start to leave. It's, it, it's helpful. It took me a minute because I carried that for a long time. I'm like, I'm the reason they're dead. And my mother-in-law let me know every five minutes that, you know, you are the reason they're dead. She's she's just stellar. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Girl, I, I was trying not to spit this water. I had this water in my mouth. So <laughs> I was like, she did not just say that. I said, yes, she did. Because she's my friend. And she was in the That's right. We about, we about, we, and, and, and we're, and listen, we're grown. And after you get it, I told somebody this girl, I, I saw, and we are getting ready to shut down. So if y'all have any questions, put them in the chat. Um, and then Eleanor is going to tell you how she, you can get in touch with her. But I was in this, um, in, in the store the other day, the Turkey Hills, it's like a, um, it's like a quick trip, if you know what quick trip is. Um, and they, um, and it's true. So I'm like, I'm going to turn 40. I'm upset about that. I was like, well, why? I said, child, wait till you get 50. You can say whatever you want to say. I said, look, the, the older I get, the more I, the more freer. <laughs> um, I never had to feel anything. I said, but not freer. And so I said, you are so funny, but you're, uh, but you are real. Keep telling your story, laughing, and that's true. And, and again, I mean, we we're and I asked, well, what's the other side? And I say this all the time. What's the other side of grief like this? That you can, yes. Do we have our days? That it just hits you in your throat and you just like, oh, you can't take it. But then, um, then you have to remember you drag yourself out of it, right? You just you keep on moving, like, but there's bigger fry. This is like my bigger fish are my grandchildren. I'm raising my grandchildren. My my bigger fish is putting people on my platform that can come and um because somebody needs to be, somebody needed to laugh today. And when she and I talk, we talk and we're laughing, we're silly. And again, it's crazy when I when I first met her, and I was like, this lady's crazy. Um, she's crazy as I am. I'm telling you, I was like, I was trying to keep from laughing. I was like, let me stay focused and made up. Because I've been trying to be so pretty proper and it, it don't even work no more. And it don't, it don't. And there's, time, there's a time and a place for all of that. And and we have different people come in saying different things. So again, this is different people showing their different aspects of yeah. grieving and grief. 
and loss. Uh, but listen, as we get ready to shut this down, close it down for another Wednesday night, Miss um, Eleanor, can you tell everybody how they can reach you? Oh, goodness. I am literally across the board, Bigger Fish to Fry, or I might say Bigger Fish to Fry Coaching. But if you pop that in, every now and then a white man pops up, but he ain't me. Uh, so you'll definitely, I am a beautiful cartoon character, which I know you're not saying he's cartoon no girl. But she's rocking and her boobs look like my boobs look at back in the day. She's got her fish and she's frying and she's handling the grief. And the reason I want y'all to laugh is because if you don't laugh, you will die. I need y'all to let go of all of this stuff because grief will make you so sick. If you listen to when me and Troya talk, you can definitely hear the seriousness of the things that we discuss. They're there. Okay. But we also have to, we're trying to give you a flip spin of saying there can be laughter. There can be joy. Yes. It's hard to think about finding out that my husband had been cheating on me for some years as to why I decided to leave. And it's hard to think about the connection of losing a child because he didn't want to just let me have that time. But there's somebody out here who's either going to watch this now or watch this later who's doing the same thing. So I want you to stay on your ground. Don't let the man flip your plan to step away, whatever that may be. And it may not be cheating. You could have had an amazing marriage because in all, in all reality, we had a banging marriage. You know, there are days I wake up and I'm mad because I'm like, you had men putting your pickle in stuff. We be cool. You know, because we were amazing partners. We we really did have a lot of amazing things. So I want you to, to start to flip a lot of the negatives that may be connected to your grief and start thinking about the positives. And if people don't appreciate that, so what? I don't, somebody said, you should talk more about the cheating. How much can I talk about the cheating? He cheated a lot. Okay. <laughs> But my point is, we're talking about the grief connected to him not being here. The grief of him not being here as the breadwinner. Because Eleanor wasn't really made to work like this. Ooh. So that I can't with you. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I was not. I was not. We're being careful. We got, we're going to be here all night talking. So, so we're not. Across the board. The only thing that isn't, I think, is... Uh, no, everything's bigger fish to fry coaching. It's, it's TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find me there. And I'm usually talking about all things grief related. Um, and hopefully they make you laugh, make you think. And of course, I also offer programs and things like that through my website, which is, of course, biggerfishtofrycoaching.com. You can catch me there. I have a blog on my website where I do talk about different things. Um, and so, Check, check it out. Check it out. Download some of that free stuff that I, I made and spent the money on. Download it. Use it. Use it. Right. Because my, my, um, my, my, my business strategist told me, Troy, you need to do this, this, and that. So that's a whole other conversation. It is. But that's, a whole, that's a whole other deal. We have to have that one. So look, she is coming back to my show just because she's just, I told y'all she's amazing and, and, and I'm so excited to know her and, and meet her um, next week. No, in two weeks, um, I have some amazing people coming on um, talking um, military because everybody knows I'm, I'm former military, but there's a lot of programs out there that, that, that I didn't know that the military and yes, just Troy, my, my, the, my platform is, because I want to, I want to make sure we're bringing and all types of information, and um, um, and uh, this is one I think that's close and near and dear to me because I'm I'm a, I'm a veteran, right? So there's a lot of stuff if you're a veteran that you didn't know you had access to. Listen in two weeks. Um, I'm going I'm to come back and listen because I'm a former military wife, so it might be some stuff I can still get. <laughs> but mm-hmm. you, never, you never know. Mm-hmm. I can still use it. Then I used it yet, y'all. 
usually. And then right after, then the following week, we have some amazing gentlemen from um, that I know from Georgia. I'm on the wrong, wrong name. And then, in, and then in June, this how she does what she does. I have no idea. She's a she's a um, a, a chaplain in in hospice, but she has these two kids. She, I mean, works out daily. It's like she makes me tired. She's she's the epitome of proverbs. The proverbs thirty one woman that makes you tired. I said she makes me tired. But <laughs> but if you all can, I need you to do me a favor. Again, my goal this year is at by the end of the year is to have ten thousand YouTube subscribers. Um, so if you can go to my YouTube, I'm just Troy everywhere. You can email me hello at justtroy.com. Um, so we're real excited about some things and we'll talk about what's going on in my world soon. Um, I have some really exciting stuff to share in the next couple of weeks. But again, um, thank you for listening. Thank, um, you can uh, share the share the live, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and of course, BBS Radio. Go out and um, uh, uh, like, or sh- like and share their, them. They have a lot. We have a lot of great program programming on our on our network. Um, so with that said. Again, this is um, just Troy. I'm signing off. Don't let your heart hold and hold on to anything that your head has let go, and don't let your head hold on to anything that your heart doesn't want. So, with that said, I love you, and you know we gotta do the um, outro, and we'll and then that'll be it, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. <laughs>